Hey everyone, it's Andy at the beginning of this episode. This is a twofer review. We've got episodes 9 and 10 both in this episode. And we recorded episode 9 after we had done a bonus episode. And I think we were tired, so we forgot to do our normal intro to the show. So this is going to be one of those weird cases where we don't start with our sort of like opening discussion and our welcome to Tuning Japanese. So before we get in, I just want to say... Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes talk about anime. Enjoy the show. The only man, the only man entitled to have standing orders changed is the, is the highest ranking officer on board. Uh, the, the highest ranking officer? What's with you guys? Come on. Uh, well? Now we're going to get into our first of two episodes this week. It's episode nine. It's When You Wish Upon a Flower. It's Bill's episode. What, are we skipping your news? Shut up, you <laughs> goddamn heathen. <laughs> Bill, what? Take, it a- take it away. I'm only doing one episode this week. You know that, right? I'm just... <laughs> now, the, or, the actual translation of the title of this episode is Staking a wish slash prayer on flower divination. But there's not really a short word in English for flower div- divination. You know, that she loves me, she loves me not, plucking the petals yeah. off thing. So they just decided to go with a more of a pun for it. Instead of when you wish upon a star, it's a flower. It's a very Sailor Moon 90s Deke episode title, right? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> and Sailor Moon says, don't take poppies and cry them out and shove them in your dirt. <laughs> That's called heroin and it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yeah, we can't yeah, keep fine. this pace and get anywhere. I know. <laughs> fine, fine. Carry on. Uh, Harubi is doing her spy stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> Tyler straight up catches her talking to her pen. Yep. And just goes, like, hears her say, I'm going to record on, report on Captain Tyler, and doesn't care. He's nope. like, you should go somewhere more private. Otherwise, people will catch you. I love it. He advises the enemy spy on how to spy on him. But they, they, they came to an understanding last episode, so it's fine. Yes. They're working together. Dom cuts over to a subspace princess. And she's taking the report from Harumi's pin through the recorder. <laughs> like, yep. we don't see the princess <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, like, we haven't seen her since episode four. You think he has think. a USB jack on that thing or something? You think, yeah. Play, play episode five, one of those. She wants to see Justin Tyler's face. Yes. Actually, I think she wants to see his face. Oh. <laughs> kind of how she says it. She wants to know what kind of man he is. Yep. Sit on my face and tell me that you love me. Anyway. 
we cut back over to the top brass. And they've all unanimously decided that they have to do something about Tyler. Rather, I think Mifuni unanimously decided everybody else just doesn't really care. Right. And they decided to not just go and try to kill him, because obviously that's not worked any time. So they call up Yamamoto and tell him, you have to put this in action. Execute the order. And he does. He executes a downgrade. Insert some random Star Wars joke here. Order, what? I don't remember the Star Wars order number. 66. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Is it 66? Okay. Yeah. I'll have a number one Big Mac. <laughs> With a Coke light ice, please. Execute all the <laughs> shitty shit. <laughs> yes. So the plan is, we're just going to demote them. Yep. And they don't yep. say, like, him. They say the whole, sh- the ship has been downgraded. Yes. So I don't know that that actually affects anybody's rank so much as the priority of where the ship does. They act like everybody in the ship is pissed at Tyler about it. Yeah. And they talk about it for a long time. A very long time. Because a long time. Because promotion in the military is based mostly upon seeing actual combat duty. And being sent out to the galactic boonies, as Carbon put it, means they won't see any, and their careers, thus their careers won't advance. And much like Matt telling us right now, the crew spent some time trying to get Tyler to care. They spent a good amount, and Tyler... Tyler's... A long time <laughs> trying to get Tyler to care. And and I was... We've covered a gigantic chunk of this episode about them being mad and trying to get him to care. And to be fair... To be to fair... It's not even doing much aside from just like they're mad and they want him to like like they're just kind of i don't know it doesn't Care. add no it doesn't it doesn't Care. add much i don't <laughs> it doesn't add much like the problem that i had with some of the earlier episodes where there was a pacing issue this episode felt like it didn't need to exist except for maybe some of the stuff in the second half it, this whole episode is an excuse to get the the father from episode two back into an episode that old man needed some health insurance, so they had to give him another episode to like keep his SAG membership. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! It's also an episode designed to make you think: What does Tyler truly consider important in this in this episode? I agree with you, Matt, on that. The problem I have with that is we already understand as viewers kind of what Tyler's the, what he cares about. Already, like I don't think this this adds too many different dimensions to what we already know about Tyler, at least from my perspective. Also, like there's very little stakes because we don't really understand what this demotion means. It's not like he's going to get demoted and lose pay, or they are all getting their ranks pushed down one level and losing pay. They're just your ship's demoted. Now, if they would have explained it kind of a little bit like you did, maybe it would have helped. But right now, it feels like there's no stakes. Everybody's just upset about upsetting thing. It it does require yeah, a little more knowledge of uh, military function, I suppose. Tell us, you know, like, you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes they say show, don't tell. But in this case, I think tell a little bit more. Or maybe even show. <laughs> maybe not too. So the solution to this whole problem is that Yamamoto wants to take the drastic, drastic step of invoking Article 34. A lot of articles. Big, super severe issue it's going there in person and asking them to change the order 
within 48 hours. <laughs> yes, but the only person who can go is the highest ranking officer. Which would be Tyler. Everyone freaks out, except for womp, Tyler, because Tyler's like, what do you mean? What, what's, what's the problem? Because I don't think he realizes he's the highest ranking officer. Also, he just has to go somewhere and talk to somebody. Like, it shouldn't be that big a deal. You're right, it shouldn't be. And he doesn't consider it to be. Right. In fact, I don't think he doesn't consider any of this to be a big deal. Because he doesn't understand who he is. We cut over planet side. I assume this is Earth. It's got to be Earth, right? Earth or Earth-like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Either way, it's it's got where they what they need where they need to go. It's so. United Planets, so yeah. I assume there's some got to be more than one planet. Let's say it's Earth. What the hell? Sure. Uh, Yuriko is driving Tyler in traffic. In like a like a weird transformer a Cybertron looking car. Like at yeah, least it's, by... it's a future sedan. <laughs> yep. And Tyler just wants to fuck off. Like they got what forty three hours or something. They have five hours by the time yeah. they made Planet Side because it took it took forty three hours to get there. Yep. Right, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So he wants to like just go have a drink and, with uh, her and uh, Harumi, who's in the back seat. Yep. I for I some reason. love that they put those two together with him. Yes. The perfect pairing with him. Logically, there's no reason for her to be there. No. Well, in case in case there's a medical emergency, she's there. He is the captain, so. Uh, granted, most people don't care if he lives or dies, or more want to make sure he stays dead <laughs> if they can. They could have just sent Yamamoto, and then if he died, he'd be the highest ranking person on the ship. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! When he realizes that he's not going to get his little uh, menage bar, he just gets out of the red light and walks off. He literally just leaves the vehicle. <laughs> Now, did you initially recognize Admiral Hanner when he passed in front of the car? He looked familiar, and they did spend a lot of time, like, animating him to look different than the rest of the people passing. It didn't dawn on me until a little bit later. Yeah, I pretty much knew it was going to go on. Yeah, he he gets out of the car, he wanders off. We cut back to right. the ship. He doesn't wander off, he's following Hanner. Yeah, well, as far as they know, he wanders off. Yes. Fair. They have no idea where he went at this point. We cut back to Captain Kojiro... Ensign. And he is... Ensign? I thought he was yep. a captain. No, he's an ensign. Okay, either way, Kajiro, the, the fighter pilot. Yep. He is relaxed. He's trying to calm down by just polishing it as hard as he can all day. Didn't and he lets the twins watch. So some dude that I've never seen before is picking flower petals. I assumed he was a marine. Yep. And that's when all the other marines walk in and catch him. Yep, that's Angel there. Okay. Instead of giving him shit for playing with flowers, they go, keep going, keep going. Because <laughs> they don't understand what odds and evens are. Yeah. <laughs> so No, you started off wrong. Start on the opposite, and then you'll <laughs> and get then the result you want. <laughs> exactly. Now, back to more people, now on the bridge, who are worried about this meeting. Again, with everybody in this thing being irony blind. They're like, Commander Star will keep control of the situation. She knows where he's at and what he's doing. <laughs> and this is like the second time in the episode where people, where someone has called Tyler a soldier. Yeah. And we're, and we're all just sitting here thinking like, no, Tyler's not a soldier. He's just in the military. Yeah. There's, just, there's a difference. I don't think he even went to boot camp. He just got stuck on a desk. Pretty and much. Then, and then made a captain. Or made a lieutenant commander in charge mm -hmm. of a ship. I, yeah. Whatever. 
But she does find Tyler. Or Tyler, meanwhile, has caught up with Captain Hanner. Um, Admiral Hanner. And uh, Admiral Hanner is just a... <laughs> like Conan O'Brien. Seems, he seems happy. <laughs> yeah. He's got his pension now. Yeah. Back and his wheelchair. It's Yamamoto who's reading his tea leaves. <laughs> yes, we got a lot of and that going like, on. He's like, yes. the, the tea stems straight up. That's good. Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, the tea, Japanese thing. A t- floating tea stalk is good luck. I love when he, like, freaks out and tries, like, no, I want the good luck. Then he burns his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then the Marines have destroyed every flower on board they can find. <laughs> yep. They don't understand odds and evens, like I said. Uh, we cut back to Kojiro, who uh, has finally polished too hard and his whole tip fell off. And you know what the sound of the penis joke means? We're not doing the break card here. Break card. Oh, later. <laughs> what do you well, mean? Well, I mean, you go, to, you, you go to the doctor, the doctor puts a card on it that reads broken. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the broken card. Look at us, halfway through the episode, 14 minutes of discussion. So Admiral Hanner's home uh, has been condemned, and now he lives in a nursing home. So that didn't go well. <laughs> he seems okay with it. Yep. Yeah. I, Japanese nursing homes must be better. <laughs> they, they've, got, they've got to be better than America. One thing, it's got this lovely park area. Yeah, look at this lovely park. I like this park. The best thing I've ever seen in a, in a nursing home was some old man that just kept yelling cocksucker over and over again. And, like, the nurses were trying to make him stop, and he just kept getting louder. And it was funny as hell. <laughs> I tried not to laugh to get not get in trouble. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, it really brings in the turrets. <laughs> I don't think he had that. I think he was just... I think he just was having fun. Angry old man. <laughs> I don't even think he was angry. I think he was having fun. He's he was fucking just... around. So, uh, Captain Tyler takes decides he's going to take the Admiral for a walk. And we get this little pissing contest between Harumi and, and Yuriko, who are like... I understand the, the captain better. No, I understand the captain better. And this is where we learn that Harumi has gigantic amounts of faith in him. Yes. Which makes sense. I think, like, yeah, she's been very observant of Tyler, whereas everyone else has been mm-hmm. having to work with him and, and, and stressing about, like, the ups and downs of, like, the experiences they've gone through. So it makes sense that Harumi, who's just kind of, legitimately her job is to kind of analyze his character and has seen how kind he can be and how genuine he can be. It makes sense that she has more faith than Mm. Yuriko, who is stubborn and uh, just just generally kind of spiteful. Plus the fact that he has already, with her, he has already gone above and beyond what anybody else in the entire universe probably would have done to make sure that she's okay. Also... She's ultimately on the Raogon side, and all the other Raogons hold him in high esteem, too. They do. Most of the sure. other ones. That we've seen so far. Yep. Fat Admiral Donut doesn't, but, like, Dom and the Princess, and they all speak his name in hushed tones at this point. We cut back to Yamamoto. He's on his fourth cup of matcha. Uh, not looking so well. <laughs> nope. Um, keep him coming. Keep him coming. <laughs> You've had enough, sir. Ah, you're talking about I had enough. The Marines are now finally out of flowers. They have found every flower on the whole ship. I love that. But I will say with the Yamamoto thing, it is so fitting that it's not alcohol 
but it's it's tea with him because yes. he's such a, he's such a straight laced teetotaler, literally. Like I just I love that little that little bit about him. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he's trying to get the. He's trying to get the the tea stem standing up too. Yes, yes. Did you get? You guys have a uh, preference for uh, things you 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 would, would do to help uh, get an outcome to something that you don't have control over, or just kind of sit there and hope hope for the best? Uh, uh finger crossing usually. I pray to our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. M- more on that in this episode in a minute. Like we'll get yes. there in a few minutes. <laughs> anyway, what happens next, Bill? So the uh, the ladies away team are off looking for Tyler, and uh, Harumi finds him first, and he's up on the roof just miming at the Admiral, making, just moving his mouth and shaking his hands and not making any noises. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. For dramatic purposes. Yep. I guess he probably figures the old man can't hear him anyway, so why not just, like, knock <laughs> at him? Just to be clear, to the, to clear, it's only the audience who can't hear anything. <laughs> Us. You don't know the old man's not deaf. Sure I do. He responds. <laughs> to well, okay, he could be reading lips, I suppose. Also, how does he respond? Yeah, what if the whole time he's really trying to say, like, I can't fucking hear you, I can't understand the words you're saying. I hurt my pants. You <laughs> <laughs> forgot his dentures. By the way, he's only supposed to be 69 years old. <laughs> nice. No. So, you know, if M- he is the father of Emmy and Yumi, then he had him at still a Age where you can have kids, no problem. He may have just been shot in the face or something. That might be why he's all fucked up. Like <laughs> He was a military man. That's what I'm saying. Now, Kajiro is doing the thing I might be doing, which is the space equivalent of donuts in the parking lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's blowing off steam by like just flying his ship around and making some cool marks in the sky as they're watching from a distance. Yep. Yep. The, the twins think he should spend some time in the neural cleanser, and the doctor agrees. Uh, Yamamoto is drank so much green tea, he's going to puke. And plans on not stopping until he gets the straight-up tea leaf. Or tea stem. Keep him coming. Commander Star, Yuriko, finally sees Tyler's shadow on the roof, because it's fucking dusk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dusk. Um, Harumi is hiding and has just let this go on the entire time. <laughs> She's observing. Uh, it's her job to observe Tyler. She doesn't really care about anything that's going on. Or rather, she probably, she cares about as much of the, about this emotion thing as he does. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, Yuriko cares a lot because she pimp hands him. She does. Give him the old pimp hand Z. Yes. Ook, ook. Did Tyler finally get a slap he actually deserved? Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. I agree on this one, yeah. Like, he does try to talk it out of, like, like, you know, I'm just, you know, doing this nice thing for this old man. Also, come on, dude. You knew, you knew you had five hours. You fucked around too much. Andrew, violence is never the answer. You know this. Uh, debatable. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler doesn't think it's as important as everybody else does. Is he wrong? From the standpoint of a bunch of people who have worked their entire lives to find a sense of purpose within the military, to have it taken away because their captain is too inept to just get to a, a location on time. Yeah, I think it's wrong. I think it now, like now, now Tyler may have some alternate idea of why they shouldn't be the higher rank, but also Tyler's an idiot. Ineptitude or a difference of priorities. Yes. Not mutually exclusive things. I think both can, can exist together. Like, he's got 
absolute different priorities. No matter what he does, the Marines and the ship, they'll, they'll be okay, but the person who really may not have time is the Admiral. That's true. Yeah. I'm also coming at it with a point of, like, I don't understand what it means to have a sense of purpose. You just go to <laughs> your job, do your thing, go home, so... Fair like, enough. they just stay on the ship, do their tour, who gives a shit, go home. That's fair. Well, this is when Harumi chooses to reveal herself. And nobody seems to care that she just pops out of nowhere. <laughs> Yuriko just begs the Admiral to let them go do the request. You know, we gotta put the request in. Please say we can go. And he's all like, eh, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and they just fucking take off. Uh, Yuriko's speeding. So the uh, the crew prays at the altar to all the gods. <laughs> Every god on the ship they could find, they just set up an altar for it, too. Yes. Things kind of counteract each other if you do that, but... <laughs> Among the things that we see in this scene are a Maneki Neko, which is the beckoning cat that you'll see in Asian restaurants and, and things. That's why I got hungry for egg rolls. It's supposed to be gathering in good business for you. There are several Ima, which are plaques with horse pictures on them, and you're supposed to write a wish on them and hang them on a wall, usually in a temple or a shrine, and it'll make your wish come true. We also see those uh, little paper purification wands that Shinto priests use. And the big thing, there's a Christian cross, complete with votive candles. Yeah. Don't forget about Jesus. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. God damn it, Bill. Because, <laughs> you know, take help where you can get it. Of lesser importance, there's a horseshoe and a teru teru bozu. I, I do want to note something I just noticed uh, on my rewatching this while we're discussing it. Yeah. Everyone is praying with the exception of the doctor and the pilot. Yeah. They're well, they're, they're just standing in the back watching. They're the atheists of the ship. <laughs> they must be. The doctor believes in his own skills over any deity. Um, and Kojiro too, I guess. Everybody is super excited to see that the away team has returned to their shuttlecraft. I love this because they're all so excited. Party hard. They are getting excited. Popper's going off and Tyler's like, oh! I missed another line. Sorry. We see Tyler's case, then, his case file, stamped, closed. Um, and the one Marine dude goes, this means God has forsaken me. And then he handles his anger in the traditional American way. Yeah, that's why Jesus is there. Of firing automatic weapons into the crowds. <laughs> well, mostly into the ceiling, <laughs> but among a crowd. <laughs> yeah. This There's something that happens at the very end here, which is interesting. Tyler talks to the twins, tells them their dad's in good shape at the nursing home. Yep. Um, and Yuriko sees how happy he is and kind of wonders, did he want this emotion to happen? We cut over to Harumi reporting in that she understands Tyler even better now. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we see is Yamamoto going into the neurocleanser for a, a nervous breakdown <laughs> as the Soyokazi flies off into demotion sector... Five or whatever. Yeah. S4, I think. Okay. Sector S4, yeah. And that is our episode. There's something I like in this episode. Uh, the dynamic between uh, Harumi and Yuriko on, and their understanding of Tyler. Because it goes from Yuriko thinks she understands Tyler, but Harumi doesn't think Yuriko understands Tyler. And then Harumi understands Tyler, but Yuriko doesn't think Harumi does. Yeah. I mean, hey, yeah. you get that. I will grant you that. 
That is that is a positive of this episode. What do we think Harumi understands about Tyler? Again, I, I I think it's the exact same thing that we saw before, just more about his like genuine nature. That maybe sometimes leaders have to care about other people, perhaps, and where his priorities lie. Sometimes a true captain's priorities have to be different from the priorities of the people underneath of him, and he has to make tough decisions sometimes. She might even caught on that he's not a true captain. He's not a military man. He doesn't think the way that a soldier it's thinks. A typical soldier does. That's possible, yeah. too. Not to say it was a bad episode. It really wasn't. The setting down for the 20 minutes or so to watch it. It wasn't a bad episode. Writing out the action and then talking about it, very little actionable things happened. There was a lot of repeating motifs, a lot of, yeah, just escalation of a joke, like the drinking the tea till he pukes and picking all the flowers. It was fine, middle of the road. There wasn't a lot of payoffs. I thought it was a poorly written episode. I think it was a poorly paced episode. I think that it's it's fine and fun to watch in some essence, and I think there is some character development. I just think that we've already gotten enough of, like, kind of, Tyler's caring nature that we didn't need a whole episode dedicated just to this like let's go do this thing that that you need to do and then sidetrack and then it just took forever to get there so I feel like if they would have fast tracked that like for the first half and then shown some sort of fallout more after of like kind of what that what that demotion zone looks like or giving us a little more detail it would have been a cleaner episode if this anime was less episodes and this episode uh happened sooner in the series mm-hmm. i don't think any changes would have had to happen to it to make it feel okay like if this was episode three or four well this puts us in the demotion section of the anime which lasts for several episodes well we'll see where that takes us i suppose i know where it takes us oh where does it take us bill the brick card oh my god oh yeah that's right Hey, welcome to The Break Card. I am Andy, and I am excited to be with you today on this double episode. Sorry about the weird introduction. We definitely screwed the pooch on that one. But hopefully we're just going to jump right into the content here in both of these episodes. Get you two reviews. Episode 9, not a lot happened, as you can tell. Uh, Episode 10, there'll be a little more to talk about after The Break Card. So stick around. I think you will enjoy our double review, hopefully. And if you are, you can send us a message on our Facebook, on our Twitter. That information is going to be at the end of the show. And you can head to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Japanese. But we have a break card with some actual meat to it this time. That sounded weird. Uh, we, we are going to be finishing up the first half of Captain Tyler here in the next stretch of things. So this is episode 9 and 10. We're going to be doing our reviews for 11 and 12. And then we are going to be taking a little bit of a break from Captain Tyler because it's summertime and summertime in Toonie Japanese, for those of you who know us, is time for the summer viewing program. So Bill, Matt, and I are going to bring you an episode or a season or something, a discussion around something either anime related or maybe not anime related, as in the past we've talked about things like Tiger King (laughs) or The Newsroom, uh, but also talking about some anime content as well. So each of us will choose something for the other two to watch. 
We'll come back together, we'll discuss it, and then we'll record that discussion talking about that thing. If you want to go check out some of those past summer viewing episodes, you can head to tuningjapanese.com, head over to the Episodes tab, and then uh, scroll down. You'll find a whole section for summer viewing. You can listen to all of our content there. So that's coming up soon. But for now, we got to get back into our review of The Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Next episode, let's do it. We open this episode oh, no. of the Airspace. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're back for the break card, sir. <laughs> what? We're back He's for the excited. break card. Jumping so he gun. jumped the or gun. What? We jumped back, right? Huh? We just finished that episode. And now you're just like, wait, wait next wait. episode. Wait, wait. What day is this again? Don't worry about that. <laughs> All the days. Well, where am I? Don't even think. Don't even. Don't think too hard. That one oh, shouldn't what? mess with you. <laughs> if, if, oh. you if you think too hard, it, it'll confuse you. That is, that, mm-hmm. that that's that's me. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 true. Hey, plus is... I don't know what day it is because of my work schedule lately. It's been a night- nightmare. So, okay. Thank nice. you for putting me in the right time and place. You're nice. very welcome, Matt. Yeah, Bill. So I just learned the other day uh-huh. that like we have we as humans sure have a geological impact. You know, we use a lot of nitrogen fixing plants. We sure. use nitrogen as fertilizer, sure. heavy metals that we've you refined. Just, you just realized we had an no, ecological impact. No, no, hold on, impact. hold on. Okay, no. carry on. We have a very, but we've only been around for, you know, an ecological impact like that for, what, 3,000 years? Yeah. Give or take. Yeah, give or take. An itty more, bitty but... teeny tiny amount of time. Sure. Right? Uh, geologically. Yeah. Also, so I'm going somewhere with this. Fossils are super rare. Like, of the hundreds of thousands of T-Rexes that probably existed, we have found 12 of them. And only one complete. You could only find a fossil piece once uh, a couple times a day in Animal Crossing. So they're very yeah. rare. Very rare. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And uh-huh. we know, as a fact, Earth is a planet that's able to evolve higher life. Yeah. Yeah, right. that, that that that's fact, yes. So, in the trillions and trillions of years the Earth has been around, since the Precambrian explosion. Okay. There are fossil record or uh, geological records of short bursts of time. Nitrogen in the soil is high, heavy metals in the soil is high, and there are geological evidence of uh, temperatures rising as much as six degrees in, in thousands... I read something about this, but didn't understand it because it's science. Yeah. So there are other itty-bitty pieces of time in the past, pre-human, that bear the same markers that we are putting on our time, our geological frame right now. So, question. Yes. Does this mean that there were other humans that did the exact same thing and then became extinct? Or are you talking about aliens? Neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about other higher life forms that became... Like, they weren't necessarily humans. Some other higher life form of Earth bait, of terrestrial DNA could have risen, farmed, mined, fallen, and be completely lost to all history. Wow. Multiple times before us. That's wild. Doesn't that fuck up your your mind to think that? 120%. Like, it's almost like the... It is almost like the alien thing in that 
Are there aliens out in the universe in the vastness of space? Have there ever been any other life forms? Probably. But they're so far removed from us, we'll never ever have any interaction with them, know they existed, right? This isn't ancient astronauts, aliens coming to Earth and fucking around with us. This is, there's some mold three billion light years away, probably, that we're never ever going to see. But it's a, it's a time version of that. Like, a civilization could have evolved, rose, lived a lives like ours, destroyed themselves, and be totally missing millions of years ago. Well, now that my brain is completely fucked. <laughs> this is why I can't spend my time by myself. Did you know that Genghis Khan's Mongol horde killed so many people it lowered the temperature of the earth? Wow, I did not. That's also blowing my mind. I, what? But he made up for it in jizz. <laughs> he did. Yeah, indeed. He did. Like, he replaced... <laughs> he was a real ecologist. He got to replace the ones you just you take. <laughs> huh. Well, with that side tangent, uh, <laughs> we are moving on to episode 10 now of The Irresponsible Captain Tyler, and now it's Matt's turn. Matt, what's this episode called? Mind's Eye, Half Blind, Headed for a Rough Ride. Okay. Internet. What? What? The Japanese oh. title is much stranger. <sighs> much stranger? I thought you were going to say much longer, which wouldn't be surprising, but like... I thought you were going to say much snappier. <laughs> well, same length, but stranger. But no, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> well, Matt... Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, Matt, it is your time to shine. Yes. You know that, uh, you know that Ensign Kojiro guy? Oh, I re- I know him. It, Kate, question yeah. before before you finish your statement, and I'm sorry that I always do this to you. Is that like a is that a rank or is that his first name or last? Rank. It's a rank. <laughs> I thought so, but I wasn't sure because I don't know my military <laughs> stuff. I'm sorry, carry on. I don't either. I watched Star the, Trek. So, yeah, and 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 Wesley Crusher, the lowest military rank, the lowest Navy rank. I, I think kind of recognize the word, but I also like mispronounce it apparently, and I don't think I've ever heard it said out loud. Oh, okay. How did you yes. mispronounce it? Enzyme? No, that's a different. Okay. <laughs> I can see it, but yeah. No. Enzyme it's fine. Kojiro. It's fine. Car- carry on, please. Thank you for educating me so much today, everyone. I appreciate it. Why, sure. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, uh, this guy hates women. Yes, he does. But he loves his but he loves his fighter plane, the Ronpu. And he's currently <laughs> flying it. And getting in some target practice. No, Bill. No. No. It is just the Ron Poo. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> A lot of target practice going on. You should call Ron and see how, how he feels about it. <laughs> oh don't, em- <laughs> don't, don't emphasize the poo. <laughs> some days you can't help it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> This, anyway, so so he so he's been demoted. Remember from last episode? Yes, officially. the entire Shokaze has been demoted, and they're but currently he, in the demotion sector. And but he has been like so on it of like wanting to train to become like an a like to complete the A rank. Yeah, special special A class difficulty on this current uh, target practice thingy setting, whatever it is, like video games. <laughs> Yeah. When you get a rank yeah. at the end of a video game and it's like, you got double A. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
And if he manages to blast this little doohickey out of the sky, his name will be placed among the greatest of pilots. I guess, for some reason. Hooray. Sure, why not? <laughs> While he's doing that, Yamamoto, Yuriko, and Kim are watching from the bridge. And Yuriko wishes that some of Kojiro's spirit would rub up, rub off on Tyler. <laughs> phrasing? Are we doing phrasing? <laughs> yeah. Up on Tyler? Spirit. Yes. Spirit. Some people yes. hear it. Some people fear it. Some people just won't go near it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're, they're, they, they, yeah, they're basically taking another opportunity just to badmouth Tyler, who's drinking yeah. with the doctor yet again. I feel like yep. this is going to be the new thing that Tyler is just going to get drunk with the doctor while <laughs> Harumi is like spying on them. Yeah. Sounds like it. Making quizzical <laughs> questions like, is he this? And it's Harumi? like, Harumi, stop. <laughs> like, you should know him. You fucking know him by now. This is getting old. <laughs> Does he understand people? Starting Maybe. to think she's not the elite uh, spy they think she is. Well, you know. She is kind of bad yeah. at her job. As far as I can tell, Tyler and the Doctor are playing some sort of some version of Shogi or Japanese yeah, chess. Yeah, I was thinking Shogi. It, it had that vibe to me, too. Yeah. But, so... but he won because the, cause the Doctor underestimated him, and he's like, I've got one with an eyeball on it. <laughs> yes, Tyler managed to apparently use strategy to trick Doctor Who. Excuse me, the Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Doctor Who. No, the 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 Doctor Who. After uh, Swigasake declares Tyler to be a good judge of people. Yeah, he's like, you knew that I'd be drunk, and, <laughs> and because and because I was drunk, I would. I'm the best doctor in the in space when I'm drunk. And you I, let me drink so that you've got yeah, a good eye for people. I, I don't think that's true. I don't I don't think any of that's true. I, I don't think he's a better no, that none of this none of this tracks. None of this legitimately tracks. Nope. <laughs> that's oh, just an alcoholic trying to make <laughs> make excuses. Maybe we'll see him in action and he'll prove it later. <laughs> or maybe not. Who knows? Ah, mystery. The last time like Harumi just did all the work and he's like, Wow, I'm just gonna sit here and drink. Well, Obin was seriously injured. That's fair. <laughs> well, except their manly pride. Manly so, pride. So, so he doesn't shoot it. By the way, he misses. Enzi Enzin Enzin. So we, I think we cut Enzin. back and he misses. Yes. Enzin. Yeah. En Enzin. 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 As in living. Oh, Enzin. Enzin, like living Enzin. Yeah. Not, en not, not Enzin. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're right. He failed. He sucks. <laughs> he comes back his hanger his, his, uh, his hangar mechanic crews are so sad that he didn't succeed. He's just like, ah, shut up! Oh, man. Give me the flight data! But Matt. Yeah? The best character, not the best characters, but the really great characters show up. Two. Yes. Puffy Emmy Yumi. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> like, like that TV yes. show, right? That's, yeah. Yes. Right. Teen Titans? Like Teen Titans. They start Wonder singing Twins. the Teen Titans theme. When there's trouble, <laughs> you know who to call. They did have a TV show for a, a minute, didn't they? Yeah, it was uh, something, something Puffy Yumi, like the adventures yeah. of Puffy Yumi or something like that. No, it's hi no there. Hello there, Puffy Yumi. I don't remember. They had a TV <laughs> show. Hey, we're fucking Puffy Yumi. That's the name of the show. No. <laughs> okay. We are? Yes. 
I feel like I'm going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting there. It is high, high, puffy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they want a favor. They want to be fighter pilots. They sure do. <laughs> Why and, not? Uh, and then everyone is sexist. And they're like, you can't possibly be a pirate, fighter pilot because you're girls. And because we would worry that you would die because you're the that one big admiral's daughters. Yeah, oh, Yuriko just seems to think that uh, Kojiro is a good enough pilot that they don't need anybody else. Which is stupid. Like <laughs> it is pretty stupid. Yeah. And we're <laughs> like, like, you've got why do you even have these other jet other fighter j- planes here? Yeah. Other starfighters here. Why do you even have those if you're if one pilot's enough? Train more. Like Yeah. It's okay to have more than one pilot. Yeah. What if he's got diarrhea? Well, apparently didn't they take some sort of test? They did, yeah. He administered a standard flight school aptitude test on which they scored D's. I love or the that... Japanese T's. Tyler walks up, he, he's drunk, and he takes a paper, he's like, whoa, B. And they're like, oh, you're an idiot, D's. that's a D. <laughs> <laughs> this is about the only interesting liner note that uh, they're, they're, the grade they actually got is Tet, mm-hmm. which sort of looks like a T. Okay. So what was the joke that Tyler gave there? Uh, it's just, what's with these T's? Okay. You know, it's just a... Just mixing, just a little confusion between English and Japanese. No, that's fair. That's fair. Tyler doesn't do much of anything this episode. He's kind of boring right? this episode, which I get. Like, yeah, it's a not a episode. You're right. That may, yeah, yeah. So they're refusing the twins until they give them give uh, Yamamoto the old puppy dog eyes. And Yamamoto <laughs> and... is basically like, "Well, fine, we'll give it a shot." And they they launch into their speech, but it's our dream. You might as well tell us to drop dead. Dark. Please. These girls are dark. <laughs> Quite. But yeah, they're like, please, Mr. Tyler, please. He's like, okay, if you want to do that badly. My favorite joke of this one is definitely uh, when Tyler says, how do you know till you try? You know, they said I had terrible aptitude for being a captain. And you could just. No kidding. You could just, <laughs> you could just feel the eyes of Yuriko like. Just, just in the back of his head, just like uh huh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but he he says but, he will he will do it right. Yeah, yeah. Kojiro agrees to let them try. Okay, but if there's any trouble, they'll be dismissed and grounded for good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our premise for this episode: is that yep. can Emmy and Yumi become pilots? And that sounds like it could be interesting, but spoiler, it's not. it's a good concept if there was any drama to this episode there is a little bit there's uh, there's yeah there's plenty of tense tense music but no there's a lot there's a lot of good tense music you know it's gonna work out okay yeah so it'll be fine (laughs) anyway yeah uh this is just all part of kojiro's plan though since nobody has a smooth first flight He's prepared to fail them so he can continue to his, to enjoy his gynophobic and misogynistic existence. Yeah, he's... he's Go, a... Kojiro! I trained them wrong, <laughs> so they fuck up their first flight, like everybody does. Go away. He's such a prick. And he, he also admits, though, that really, or in part, he just doesn't want to share his glorious battlefield with anyone. Space is mine! Especially females! Dick. Ferengi. I do like that he gets his... He'll, anyway, he'll get his comeuppance. But, so, uh, they're yeah. gonna get in the ships. Indeed, it's time to lunch! 
I'm thinking hoagies or submarinos. How about you guys? I had I had I had raviolis. It was really good. Oh no! Wait! Oh, I I misspoke. It's time for launch. Yes. Oh. What'd you have? I'm though? sorry. I had White Castle like pizza pockets. <laughs> They're they pretty good. So <laughs> so not sliders. So you went there for no reason at all. Okay. No, I don't. I don't have a White Castle here. Yeah, we don't so have a White is, Castle. It was all probably the frozen oh. section. The frozen stuff is the best you can do. Cool. But they have like little pizza pocket things that are full of like onion and hamburger and cheese thrown in the air fryer. <laughs> They're not bad. Well, that's fair. Bueno. It's, it's like a hot pocket. Like itty bitty ones. Hot pocket. Mm. Like, so more t- like pizza rolls. Oh, okay. Is it hot on the outside and freezing on the inside? No, oh, it's yeah. an air fryer. <laughs> will it will it burn my mouth? It'll destroy your mouth. Okay, I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> I love these are Jim Gaffigan jokes. Yeah, that was Jim that Gaffigan. Guy. I love him. <laughs> but I've anyway. I've been doing uh, Mitch Hedberg all weekend. Oh, <laughs> I like sandwiches. Me too. <laughs> but we did three pieces of bread. <laughs> Fuck you! You're out of the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the twins tear off into space rather shakily because they can't find the stabilizer button. Which I guess was supposed to be a gag, but it was not was a, hyperbolic. It wasn't a good gag. No. No, not, not that kind of say, gag. What do you consider a good gag? <laughs> oh, trust me. You know what a good gag is. One that sounds like La Cucaracha? What did Cinderella say when she finally got to the ball? <laughs> anyway, enough about gagging. <laughs> you started it. Yeah, you just asked what a good gag is. I, I, can... I think anyway. there's a couple of there's a couple of possibly possibly good gags in this episode. The twins are kind of trying to find their uh, ship stabilizers, but instead they touch the. Uh, Afterburner cutoff limiters. So then they get like stuck in space or something, or yeah, they basically lose control. Their engines go into full power and they can't do anything about it. Yeah, they, rev- they revved it up super high. Yeah. <laughs> he gets into his Ron Puda chase after him and sees this cute little doll they made. This is the best part of the whole episode. Mm-hmm. This it has a little like like note from them that's like we love you or something. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's got a little it's, heart. It's got this fat Kojiro in it. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. It's very cute. He gets so mad, though. He gets so mad. This isn't some kid's game! He throws it on the floor like a jerk. <laughs> but then he gets in his ship. He chases after the twins. while And while the invincible, self-proclaimed, m- Marines <laughs> would like to go after the twins, the dropship just isn't fast enough. Yeah, they have a good reason there. They're like, we just, we just can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's our it's our one time we get Cryburn and Anderson, and they're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yep. Don't forget about us. We're in this anime too. Yep. So we get like a we get like one of those cool uh, like heads up displays <laughs> with like dots on it. And it's like yeah, they've got they've got to go and follow this this curvature. Yeah, first the f- lieutenant uh, Kim is telling them that the twins are deviating from their projected course, uh, which is bringing them into the gravity field of a large planetoid. Yes. From which there will be no escape. Yes, they'll either blow up or get stuck in the orbit. Or something. (laughs) 
Well, they got, they got caught by the gravity and then to be pulled into the planet surface is what would happen. Exactly. Kojiro manages to get in contact with them briefly and says if they want to survive, they've got to follow his orders. And they're just happy that he's finally teaching them something. Matt. Matt, yeah. I, I just thought of something. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're, they're just doing the, the Farscape thing. That, they that, are. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yep. That's No, that's exactly. That's exactly. Crichton slingshot thing. Yep, yeah, yep. Slingshot exactly maneuver. Yep. It just dawned on me. That's what it is. <laughs> that's so cool. I think Star Trek did it first, but yes. Yes, okay, that is well, what's going on. I'm going to give it to Farscape because I think Farscape is cooler than Star Trek. <laughs> Agreed. That's fair. <laughs> Here's where things get difficult. The, it looks like the twins have broken free, but they don't appear on the other side of the planetoid. No, they don't. Kojiro's instruments show that there's an asteroid field on the other side. Oh, no. Oh, no. They, they escaped the planet just to go into asteroids. <gasps> they need to use Preparation A. Guys, did you like did you like asteroids <laughs> more got... or, uh, or Centipede or Galaga? I was a Galaga guy. Man, I hate getting asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Galaga guy. My father was a centipede guy. Okay. Bill, do you have a, or, uh, do you have a, I, a plane in this fight? I suppose probably Galaga. Galaga's so good. I never, I was never good at it, but it's the one I played a lot. Oh, I'm so good at Galaga. It's that one man is playing Galaga. Go. Probably thought we wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get that reference. I get that reference. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> so he goes so. into the asteroid field, right? Yes, mm -hmm. uh, but first we get a question from Tyler. What's an asteroid? <laughs> oh, Tyler's just so dumb this episode. But like, oh, you know what? Actually, actually, he asked what's a gravity jump earlier. Yeah, and which... the reaction, he, you know, the the reaction he got from Yamamoto and Yurko was like, ah. This time, I have a theory that he that he did he, that he said something stupid on purpose just to get that reaction from them because we've all done that, right? Say something just to experience the reaction. No, that's gives fair. Us. That's oh, fair. I, I could like, see that. I did that like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could see that. Uh, it would it would make sense. Although I also think either way, it's it it is good comedy writing because it's like they're all like, oh, how do you not know that? And then like the next time he's like, what's an asteroid? And then it's like <laughs> face palm. <laughs> yeah, I like that moment. It's, it's a it's a it's good. And here's the uh, tense. Part of the episode because uh, Kojiro really. is hunting among the asteroids, but there's tense music, Andy. It's it's, it's, it's like oh, oh God, are they dead? Are they okay? What will he find? Yeah, and then they just like sit on his face. Oh, that sounds terrible. Dang, let me take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I tell me that you love me. They, 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 mm. they, 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 mm -mm. That's they, not what happened. They pause. They pause on Kojiro's face. For a stupid long time. And he's like, oh no, they're blown up. Oh, there's this doll. Let me hold this doll. Let me be sad. And then it's like, hey, how's it going? You found us. What? Here's the big question, though. Before then, he finds a wrecked ship. Who the hell was that? Yeah. Who did that belong to? I wondered that, too. <laughs> there was just one hanging out here. <laughs> they never go to even check it out. Maybe there's a survivor. That's... Probably not. <laughs> Space. Probably not, but I... I want, but 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 I want, I want to know that story seriously. <sighs> well, anyway, he's so dumbfounded for like three minutes of the episode that he almost crashes his fucking ship. <laughs> yeah, and the big old rock. If you smell, it's coming right for us. But suddenly, kapow! Emmy <laughs> and Yumi are all right. <laughs> so yeah, why not? They're helping. It's so fucking stupid. 
They're just helping. They're like, you should be paying attention and watching. Yeah. Watch the road, dumbass. <laughs> but so hey, stupid. you know, you know what? Those two girls are flying around like naturals. They're like, wow. They're bobbing. They're bobbing and weaving and dipping and dodging, practically making their ships dance among the deadly space rocks. I love this lazy just thing that he says. He's like, wow, I guess once they got out of like the gravitational pull, they realized they were naturals. What? Or maybe yeah. they had it the whole time, dumbass. <sighs> so stupid. So It's like stupid. Tyler was right. How do you know until you actually get out there and try? I guess. I mean, or do. Or do not. There is no try. <laughs> there is no try. I mean, they could have also just gone out there and died, and then they wouldn't know. That'd be a little anticlimactic. It would have, but it been realistic. I love yeah. how chipper they look, though. They just, like, at one point are like, hi, <laughs> waving their hands. Yeah. It's so cute. Ow. <laughs> Coach, he's, he's immediate, he immediately goes from being relieved to frustrated again with them. But, hey, crisis over, and they're heading back to the ship. Although Kojiro says that he's starting them back over on flight simulators, and it won't be able to hold a flight stick until he says so. But that makes him happy enough, because at least he had, he's saying that he will give them a chance. Do you think he's just going to use Microsoft Flight Simulator? Probably. That's why I figured they're using anyway. Can I say that I hate this next scene tremendously? Absolutely. Now, it's a, at least they don't have to try and land their stupid plane on that damn aircraft carrier. I don't know. <laughs> May you? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this this last scene with Tyler is not necessary. Oh, oh, that, yeah, yeah. yeah this is yeah, this is not yeah. necessary. It adds nothing, <clears throat> and I and I hate it. It makes me hate Tyler a little bit, and I don't like that. I think I think it's poorly written. I also kind of have I have a hard time defending Tyler here, even though I know he's mostly kidding. For what reach? What purpose? He's like. So let's describe the scene. Uh, Yuriko wants Tyler to uh, use his. Special eye to see her hidden talents. So he, he agrees. Now, I just want to say here that if Tyler does have this ability, it's not something he can do consciously. <laughs> right. So she really shouldn't have asked. No, that's that's fair. I'll give you that much. But then the misogynistic response. Yeah, see? According to Tyler, Yuriko's talent is to be Tyler's happy homemaker wife and mother to their many children. Pass. Hard pass. Tyler, <laughs> don't, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing right here? My dude. Like don't, don't build up goodwill and then eradicate it by, by bringing in your macho bullshit. I do believe this was uh, engineered for the uh, slap that followed. Everything, anything for a slap bit. Yeah, it's sign of the times for anime. Gotta give the horn dog a smackaroo. Anyway, I just, I hate that scene. Yeah. Gotta smackaroo the old horn dog. <laughs> he probably did that later. <laughs> but we do get one more important scene after that, at least, thankfully. Yeah. Now, this is Tyler's second well-deserved slap. Mm -hmm. And then he gets a book thrown at him for good measure. This is true. I do I do enjoy uh, Yamamoto after the slap. He's looking, then Yuriko slaps Tyler, and then suddenly he's like, oh! <laughs> he sends Ramrod straight, looking straight ahead, and he, like he's scared. That is <laughs> because Yamamoto is the greatest character in this anime. <laughs> That's probably true. We see that this may have affected Kojiro more than uh, more than we would have thought because he he 
still has the uh, little doll that was made for him. And he's attempting the special training again. And this time he succeeds. Yeah. He succeeds because he does the Luke Skywalker thing and turns off the targeting computer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He relies on his own skill. Yep. Also, like, before when he did it, he stood there and waited off on that button. Like, lock! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Definitely waited too long early in the game. Yeah. We kind of have to read into it, but he says that he was uh, inspired, and we know he was inspired by Emmy and Yumi, so... Honestly, I thought he was inspired by Star Wars, but anyway, carry on. Oh, well, you know. But also, those plucky twins. Yes. So there's, maybe there's hope for him after all. He's had a little bit of growth. So yeah, that's, and that's how this episode ends. It might be my least favorite episode of the show. It's dull, because we got six minutes left on the call. This is the part of the show where we talk about our thoughts on the episode. Matt, why is this one your least favorite? Uh, just because there's not a whole lot going on. There's so little, uh, Tyler time. Uh, it's, it's some good development for a couple characters, uh, but that's really it. Okay. And there are no stakes, cause you know, they're gonna be alright. Yeah, I think I went into this episode knowing exactly, like, when, as soon as they're like, we're gonna make you, we're training you to be a fighter pilots or whatever, I'm like, Okay, so they're going to get in trouble, and then they're going to get out of trouble, and then they're going to suddenly be, like, really good, and then they're going to become fighter pilots, and that's it. And I was absolutely 100% right. It was lazily written without any stakes, like you said. The Tyler part just made me angry, and uh, it didn't really do much, aside from tell us, get develop at least, uh, you know, Kojiro. Is it Kojiro? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Co- Kojiro's character. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty forgettable episode. Yeah, I think that's fair. It wasn't bad, it just wasn't good. It was, both of the episodes were kind of, they were straightforward, they were episodes, they weren't terrible, they just kind of, like, there was none of the, like, oh my god, what are you doing that, like, Evangelion yeah. had. Yeah. They were very standard anime, very yeah. standard 90s, 90s, 80s, whatever it came out. 90s, yeah. 90s, yeah, anime. Yeah. Ah, it, I was close. Kojiro's first name is Sakai. Yeah, it's um pretty pain by the numbers, so. Pretty dull episode. You could probably skip this one, the one before, and be perfectly fine. But they're not Good. painful. Just listen to our episodes on these ones. You don't have to listen, you don't have to go back <laughs> and watch these ones. It's fine. Unless we eventually tell you that uh, despite them not much happening, they really are informative to future events. <laughs> well, Matt, episode 11. We'll Foreshadowing yes. is looks like another cheesecake episode. I really hope that we get some sort of um, fake out like the last time, because God, I really want a good episode. That would be great. We're, next time is episode eleven. I don't remember the title. In demotion, does a woman bloom? Uh, that doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't bode well. Uh, <laughs> it's got a it's got a great uh, little preview for it though. Yeah, I saw the like, much like much like. Much like how Vash did the previews in Trigun, I like Yamamoto's previews in this show a lot. I, I agree. All right, well, we're, we're almost out of time, so let's go ahead and close it up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us yet again for another episode. Uh, I think it's Bill who has to send us away. All right, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 40s talk about anime. And I don't deserve to be called an ace pilot. I'm Bill. I'm hitting the perigee in 10 seconds. I'm Matt. On camera?
What? Oh, Josh is Yes. Uh, <laughs> space is my glorious battlefield. I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. Oh, by God. Uh, kisses? Space. Space. Kisses. 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 He didn't say just in 10 seconds like Josh. He just said in 10 seconds. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information on our show, visit tuningjapanese.com, where you can find links to our past eight seasons of the show, bonus episodes, and articles. You can also contact us on social media. Visit facebook.com slash tuningjapanese for updates, tweet at us at tuningjapanese, and email us your feedback and comments at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please consider supporting our show by leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to today's episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, or any other number of podcatchers. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese and support the show monetarily. There you can find bonus episodes and our special audio series, Tuning In, where we provide first impressions on a number of popular anime series. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Ryan Nash and Matthew Van Diver. Those two are going to be great pilots. What? They don't fly like it's their first time behind a stick. I really couldn't believe the natural skill they showed. You think they really have that much talent, Ensign? So tell me, Captain, how could you know about their natural talent? After all, the both of them flunked out on the Force's aptitude test. Simple. My keen, bright eyes saw it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>